Hello, happy Friday, everyone. Um, I am <laughs> obviously like I have gotten back with my my ex. Like everyone probably knows if you've listened to my podcasts, um, and. It came up in conversation because, like I've said, it's basically my conversations that spark my topics for my podcasts. Um, and it came up in conversation, like why, I, like obviously why I was willing to give him a second chance. And I think I mentioned that uh, in my second chances sort of podcast. But um, it's also come up in conversation, like that people recognize my feelings for him and they see a change in me. Um, and it's funny cause like I see a change in myself as well. And, um, you know, I tell him I love him and he tells me he loves me and people are like, okay, well you've really in total, we've only been together a total of three months. Like, I mean, really. Um, but obviously he's been a presence in my life for over a year. Uh, and I had the fattest crush on him when I like first saw him and first met him. Um, uh, but he didn't have the greatest reputation. He kind of was known as like a man whore. Um, but the way he treated me, even with that reputation, I was like, uh, uh-uh, like this man, there's more to him than, than meets the eye. And let me just put it in perspective. Uh, I met him at a bar. I don't think I've told the story. I met him at the bar, absolutely like blacked out. And he was like totally blacked out. Like we were both very, very intoxicated. He tried to buy me a drink, but he couldn't because he'd given his wallet to his friend, um, so that he wouldn't spend a bunch of money. Uh, and then like a week later, I ended up going to a bonfire at his place. Um, and that night, like, if I could just, like, describe, like, I, that's, that's where my feelings for him kind of, kind of happened. I was like, I'm interested in him. I definitely didn't love him at the moment, but, like, my feelings for him were, like, I'm interested in this guy. Um, but I also knew his reputation, and so I was like, you know, like, nothing's really gonna come of it. Um, but that night, like, he was, it was, like, the epitome of, like, what us country girls, like, fairy tale about, basically. Like, um, the whole like dancing in the headlights sort of thing. We weren't dancing in the headlights, but like he danced with me, um, in like the little grassy area next to a bonfire. And like, it was just so sweet. And then I tried to hook up with him at the end of the night and he rejected me. And, um, like I literally was just trying to hook up with him. Cause I, I that's, I assumed like, that's all it was going to be. Um, and he rejected me and I will never forget what he told me. He was like, no, I'm not going to do that because I know you're not that type of girl. And I don't want you to regret this. And you're worth more than that. Like, I remember him saying those things and, um, being rejected, even though it was like the nicest rejection possible. Um, I was obviously like hurt and kind of embarrassed. And so I got all salty and mad. And I basically was like, fuck you. Um, and then I didn't talk to him until we started dating, um, this last October. So it's just kind of funny how those things work, but like the way he came in so sure of me when we first started dating, um, I was like, I haven't had someone be so sure of me, but then obviously he left and I was like, okay, I guess he wasn't sure of me, but turns out, um, kind of like I've said, he was like, I just, I, I needed, it was one of those things where it's like, you needed to know what you, he didn't know what he had till he lost it sort of thing. Um, and, and now we're, we're really, really good. Um, but what's crazy is like, I am like head over heels for this man. Um, and people have asked me like, how do you know, like that you really love him or how do you know, like he's your person, that sort of thing. And for me, like there's definitely tells, 
um, there's definitely like tells of why I care about someone so much um, or how I know I love someone. Um, but it's funny because like I've mentioned this book in previous podcasts, but it's called Fuck Him, Why Nice Girls Finish Single. And um, basically the big piece of it is um, it talks about or like in this book, it talks about how women um, after they sleep with someone our serotonin levels um, from having intercourse with someone rises and women tend to mistake that as feelings um like we must yeah we mistake it as feelings not um like actual like love like basically it's lust you know um and so it's one of those things where I'm like I feel like it's easy to get caught in that but for me I'm like if it's it's how we are outside of the the intimacy part of our relationship like obviously that part is clearly there for us there's no question about it um but it's the parts outside you know when we for me it's like I've I've been in a serious relationship before so has he um and I've dated people since and so has he and so to I think it's one of those things where you know that they're your person and you know that you love them, not only based on like your own personal feelings, but you do. And when people say you shouldn't compare your relationships to others, I think that that is false. Like that is not something you should, you should compare your relationships because um, like I've stated before, every relationship you've been in, every person you've been on a date with, you learn something from, uh, you take a lesson away from it. And so for me, um, you know, I look back at my first real relationship and although he cheated on me, there were aspects of that relationship that I'm like, I really want this in a partner. I want this long term. And so some of those things, for example, are I wanted someone where if we're out with friends, like we don't have to be coupley coupley. Like we can be more like bros, like best friends when we're in these social settings. And that is definitely something we have. But at the same time, like if especially if there are other women or, you know, people who um, don't necessarily respect other relationship boundaries, I want it. I want it to be known that we are in a relationship. So it's like, you got to find that balance of like, yeah, we're homies. And like, I don't need you to hang all over me and I don't need to hang all over you and make everyone know that we're in a relationship. But at the same time, you need to find that balance of bros and, and, and love like kind of in the middle for me. Um, and he does a really good job of that. Like we went to, um, a couple different parties, bonfires, um, you know, Super Bowl parties, um, here recently. And, um, it was one of those things where it was like, we could sit there and I could talk to his friends and he could talk to his friends and like, we were broing out. It was fine. You know, we played beer pong, we were broing out like, but then at the same time, like, you know, he would look at me and tell me he loves me and kiss me and I'd kiss him or, you know, for a split second, we'd kind of like lean on each other and hug during a conversation or while we were watching the Super Bowl. Like you have that balance of like friendship and relationship, um, at the same time. And so that's something I look for. And so basically, like I've said it in my red flags one, uh, make a list of qualities and things you want in your person and stick to it. Um, So I look for those qualities in him uh, and he, you know, crosses off marks, crosses all the T's, dots all the I's sort of things. Um, But then on top of that, like I look for things in myself, like how do I react to things? Um, Do I feel secure? Do I feel safe? Do I feel uh, respected? Do I feel loved? You know, Um, just because he sits there and tells me he loves me, do I feel it? You know, Um, and I do, I really, really do. But uh, one of the things that I notice in myself is um, I'm sure everyone has somewhat heard of the five love 
languages. What's funny is he had not. Um, but like, I geek out over these things. I geek out over like the personality quizzes, the love, t- the love quizzes, like all that sort of stuff, because I find it really, really interesting. Um, you know, how people function differently, how people work differently. And I always find that the ones, the quizzes I take, like are very, very accurate to who I am. And when I read like my friends or like my coworkers, cause I've done a lot of these at work, um, with my coworkers, uh, it's really interesting to be like, oh yeah, that's totally you. Like, it's just, it's crazy how spot on they are, but then it teaches you more about yourself. It teaches you more about others. And so when it comes to the five love languages, if anyone's not familiar, um, there is words of affirmation, acts of service, gifts, physical touch, and quality time. Those are the five. Um, and I'm not going to dive in deep to what all of those are. Um, I feel like a lot of them are, are, pretty obvious. I mean, physical touch, obviously physical touch, uh, quality time, you know, it's spending time together, acts of service. That's doing things for each other, whether that's, you know, Oh, I'll fold your laundry or, Oh, I'll take out the garbage today. Or, Oh, you had a long day. Let me do the dishes, stuff like that. And obviously those are all kind of chores related, but, um, doing things for each other, uh, to make life easier on the other person gifts, obviously that's buying each other things. Um, and words of affirmation is like the, the, verbal love, you know? Um, so that's, that's the simplest way to, to describe them all. And, um, what's funny is people receive love and they give love in different ways. For me, my top love languages, when I receive love. So when someone's, when he, when basically when he's trying to show me that he loves me, I want to hear it. Um, words of affirmation are one of my top ones and quality time, like spend time with me. And I don't mean like, it doesn't mean we need to go on dates. It doesn't mean we need to go do things all the time, but it's just the fact of being together. So like, if you can sit there with me, not on your phone, you know, have a conversation with me, um, cook with me, like literally we could be doing anything as long as your sole focus is me, you know, um, that is like my biggest love language. Uh, and then, but it's funny. Cause like when I when I give love, the, the best way I know how to give my love is, um, gifts. I love to like spoil the people I'm, I love, um, whether that's family, friends, or, you know, someone I'm, I'm dating. Um, but it's funny cause like, I don't necessarily like receiving gifts. Like it's nice every now and then, but I get really awkward because I don't like people buying me things. Um, but it's funny cause I love to buy other people things. Um, but what's funny is like, um, you know, the way I know that I love him is if I have that physical touch relationship with him, because anyone that knows me knows I am not a physical touch person. I'm not a touchy feely person. Um, like when I see my friends after a while, you know, I give them a hug. Good to see you. But then like, don't fucking touch me. Um, I like my bubble. I'm not really a cuddler. Uh, when I go out in public, uh, I like my space. I don't like, I've never liked feeling claimed. I've never liked feeling smothered, um, anything like that. But, but if I truly love someone, then I don't mind some of those things. Um, for example, uh, I was seeing a guy recently, I mean, not recently, it's been a while now, but I was seeing a guy um, over a year ago and uh, when we would go out, he would want to like hug me from behind, he'd want to hold my hand, uh, you know, like the typical couple things and I hated it. I was like, get the fuck off me. Like I need my space. And I absolutely freaking hated it. I felt like he was trying to claim me. Like he was smothering me. Like he was trying to force me to do things I didn't want to do basically. And 
So I would like snap at him. And the more people try to like force that on me, the more I push away and the more I don't like them. Um, But what's funny is like now with the guy I'm with, I'm like, no, hug me, love me, like show everyone that you are with me and I am with you. Like, I don't mind. Like, I'm not going to put my tongue down his throat by all means, but like, give me a kiss. You're like, I don't mind PDA now. Um, And I've only been that way with one other person ever. And so that's how I know, like, I truly love someone is, and my mom has even said that too. My mom has said, I know you like someone when you're willing to be like touchy feely with them. Like, uh, if we're all watching a movie, like I'll cuddle them or I'll hold their hand or, you know, I'll go out of my way to give them a hug and kiss them on the cheek. Like she, she sees that in me and it's, and other people see that in me. And it's funny cause my, my friends now have even said like they're, they've made jokes about like being jealous that he gets all these hugs and stuff from me because I don't give my friends hugs. I'm not that way. And so that's one of my tells. And I think that if you really looked at yourself and you were like, okay, these are things that normally annoy me with other relationships but with this relationship like I absolutely love this or like it feels normal it feels natural and I think you'll start to realize like there are maybe it's not one of the five love languages but it's things about yourself that you notice uh come out more when you love someone and and specifically too when you are loved when your love is reciprocated um just because you love someone doesn't mean you're going to do these things when you don't feel like it's reciprocated so um what I'm trying to say is you know if these things are coming out if these aspects and traits are coming out in you and they're being reciprocated which then allow you to flourish that's where I think that's how you know you know like that's how you know that they're your person or at least a person I don't believe that there's one person for you in this world I think ultimately there are multiple people for everybody in this world like you will fall in love with multiple people you will love more than one person um but I do think that there are a very small select few people that you would be compatible with long term and I think that that has to do with how you both function individually and how you function together as a couple um but like I've said before like uh in a relationship you know it's give and take you need to be willing to give that extra 10 when the person can't give their full 50 you know um it's a 70 30 80 20 sort of relationship and if you can't do that with someone then they're not your person you know what I mean if you can't be your absolute worst and that person still sits there and tells you you're gorgeous and you're amazing they're not your person you know what I mean um there's all these different aspects that come out in a relationship um that you don't get in others and so kind of going back to um, what I said previously of, you know, there are, um, you know, things that you can learn from other relationships uh, that then you can compare your current one to uh, that help you. And I do that all the time. I sit there and I'm like, okay, well, you know, when I was with XYZ, I really, really enjoyed this about our relationship. So I would love to have that in a future relationship. But at the same time, I also want you know, ABC from this other dude. Um, and so then I look at my current relationship and I'm like, oh, cool. Well, he gives me ABC and XYZ. Like, you know what I mean? Like he, it's, it's, it's hard to sit there and be like, I'm not going to compare you to my ex because I will. And I think that that's human nature to sit there and compare. But I think there's two different ways to compare. There is a negative way where it's like, okay, well, my ex cheated on me. So you're going to cheat on me. You know, that's a negative way. You're, you're basically saying like everyone is exactly like your ex. They're all going to do the same bad things. And that's not true. 
Or you can look at it in a positive way and be like, listen, my ex and I didn't work out for a reason, and this is why, but these are qualities that I really enjoyed in that relationship, um, and I'm looking for those qualities in a new relationship. And so I think that you have to find the healthy way to pull from past relationships into your current relationship. And um, it's not always easy. It's really, really not always easy to do that. Um, It's really, really easy to sit there and basically say like, no, you're going to be the same as my ex and there's no way you're going to get around it. But um, the, the, what you need to do is like I've said, like I've said, you just need to take the positives from your previous relationship and look for those in future relationships. If you're always dwelling on the negative, then you're never going to be able to see the positives. And that was something I found with that list that I was talking about. If you're always focusing on someone's terrible traits, which I'm not saying you should ignore them, but if you're always focusing on someone's negative traits, you're never going to fully appreciate and see their positive traits and their their green flags if that's what you want to call them um and so I think that that's really important uh to move forward but when it comes to like how you know someone is your person or how you know you love someone I also like to see what other people see looking in um because sometimes when you're in the middle of a relationship you're blinded by maybe that lust factor and um when people look at it from an outsider perspective maybe they will see something different. Um, And for example, uh, literally within a couple days of us getting back together this last time, we were at a bonfire and this girl who didn't know him and didn't know me, like she did not know us, she had just met us that night, was like, how long have you guys been together? And I was like, oh, well, that's actually a funny story. Like we just got back together 24 hours ago. Well, I guess it was like 48 hours. I was like, it's been 48 hours. And she goes, oh wait so you broke up and now you got back together and I I go yes and she goes okay well how long were you together before that and I was like two months like 60 days um and she was just like kind of mind blown by it she goes you've basically been together 60 days like a total of two months and I'm like yeah like that's the equivalent of us being together is two months and because you can't you obviously can't count the three months that we were broken up that we were apart and she was like I would have never guessed I would have never guessed that you'd only been together two months because of the way we interact, the way we portray ourselves. Like she was just like, you seem so comfortable and so happy. Like you've known each other your entire life. And I was like, well, that's exactly how I feel. Like that is exactly how I feel. And for someone who is a complete stranger to see that about us as well was kind of a reassuring moment of like, yeah, okay, like, this is something, and then, um, on top of it, I was talking about us, like, after we got back together, I was talking about him, and, like, us, and getting back together, and all that, to one of my friends, and, um, she doesn't really, she didn't, she doesn't really know him, and, I mean, her and I just recently became friends, so she barely knows me, like, I basically met her on New Year's, um, And so I've only known her now like two months. So the equivalent of knowing him basically or like being with him. Uh, So she doesn't really know us and she never saw us together. Um, But the way I talked about him, she was like, you really love him, don't you? And I was like, yeah, I do. And it's scarier than fucking shit. But I do. I am head over heels in love with this man, whether I like it or not. And um, so to have two strangers, two people that don't really know me, that don't really know him, um, confirm basically how I felt was huge it was huge and even people that know me like like I've said you know like I said previously 
I'm not a touchy-feely person, but the fact that my friends are like, you're all over him. You're giving him hugs. You don't give hugs. Like people, and like I've said that about my mom too. Like my mom recognizes that. She's like, you're not a touchy-feely person. So like if you're touchy-feely with someone, like I know you love them sort of thing. Um, and it's just, it's, it's a unique feeling. And um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I wasn't going to like say anything like to the public. I've said it to like my friends and my family, obviously, but like we booked a trip back to Oregon. Yeah. Like we booked a trip back to Oregon together. And this is the first time I am bringing someone home from Texas, like at all. I, and I mean, really it's the first time I'm bringing someone home for them to meet basically since 2017. They've met one guy my family's met one guy basically in the last like five years, two, two guys technically. Um, so that's crazy. Like in the last five years, I've introduced two people to my family. One of them, I no longer talk to at all. He was clearly a rebound. Um, the other guy is a good friend of mine now. Like we just remained homies because it's just a long story. But um, like this is the first time I'm bringing hum- someone home to meet my family like seriously like this is a serious like I want them to meet him because it's important to me and I don't take guys meeting my family lightly like this is not something I do lightly this is not something um I'm just like I I don't just basically I don't just introduce any guy to my family I just don't because my family um if any of you are country music fans, go listen to More Hearts Than Mine. I don't remember who it's by. I'm going to have to look it up. In fact, I'm going to do it at the same time I'm doing this. But um, basically, like, okay, so it's by Ingrid Ingrid Andrus. Um, it's called More Hearts Than Mine. Um, if you listen to country music, go listen to it right now. And if you do listen to country music, maybe you'll know what I'm talking about. But basically, she's talking about how her family is going to be just as heartbroken as she is if they break up. Um, because, and it's so weird because the way she describes everyone is exactly how my friends and my family will function as well. Um, my dad's going to do the whole tough guy routine, but ultimately like if I love you, my family's going to freaking love you. So like, yeah, my dad's going to do the whole tough guy routine. Like, Oh, you're not good enough for my daughter, blah, blah, blah. But if he sees that I love you, like he's going to take you in as like a son where my mom, my mom's going to come off super welcoming, obviously. Cause that's just how she is. She's like the sweetest woman on earth. Um, but then if we break up, my mom's probably going to cry more than I will, because not only is she losing someone that she thought of as like another child, but she sees her actual child absolutely freaking devastated and so and then my brother my brother's kind of like a eh, like I'll meet him whatever my brother's protective of me but not in the sense that like most brothers are like he's not gonna come fight you like he's just gonna be like ah oh, fuck you and then like delete you off social media and never talk to you again sort of thing um and that's just kind of how my brother functions he's very laid back and chill but then like when it comes to my friends my friends are gonna get invested and they're gonna get to know you and they're gonna count you as a friend too and if we break up like my friends are gonna be like oh my gosh like we really thought he was the one we're so sorry blah 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 and um like I don't I haven't even really introduced a guy to my friends in a long time. Like the last guy that I introduced to my family, I didn't even really invite him to like meet my friends, but he did meet my friends because he just kind of showed up somewhere. That's a long story, but um basically like I just don't 
introduce guys to my people because my people get invested and not only will I be heartbroken, but so will they. And I don't want to see them go through that heartbreak either. Um, it's hard. It's really hard because I know for a fact that I've been in those situations where my brother gets out of a relationship and I'm like, dang, like I really thought of that person as one of my friends now. Like it's hard because I don't want to be the dick that just cuts that person off. But like my brother is my priority. And so it's hard. It's a hard, like, place to navigate um but basically what I'm trying to say is I don't take introducing people to my family lightly and we booked a trip it's not till May it's not till May so we have time but like I don't I don't play around with it and so the fact that I booked a trip I think also showed because my parents were very skeptical of us getting back together they've never met him but they were skeptical and obviously I for good reason too you know they were cautious uh protective whatever you want to call it um but I think me booking that flight and being like, we are both coming back. You are going to meet him. Showed them that one, I'm serious. Two, he is serious because that's two months down the road from now. Um, so we will have been back together for a total of three months by then. Um, and we will have been together a total of five months if you count when we were previously together. So it's like, to me, I'm like, that kind of shows his commitment to me if, and I mean, I'm not dumb. I got refundable flights because what if things change and I'm not saying he's going to leave and I'm not, it was more, I got it because jobs and work. Um, but, uh, like for people who are like, Oh my God, like you booked a flight months out. Like what if he leaves? Like, okay. If he leaves, like that's fucked up, but, uh, I'm not stupid. So, and I don't think he will. I really don't. I don't think he will. Um, I, it's hard to explain, but I, I just don't think he will. Um, this man has put in a lot of effort and he's committed in more ways than I can, I can say. So, um, but yeah, I booked a flight and that's another reason I'm like, that's how I kind of, I think that shows my family too. Like he is someone I'm very serious about. Maybe it's not, he's my person. Maybe that's not what it like relays to them. I think he's my person and I think he's going to be the person I'm with for the rest of my life. Um, but I think me showing that commitment of we are booking a flight, we are coming back really speaks to them and shows them that I'm serious about it. Um, and so it's one of those things kind of like to sum this up. Cause I, I don't have very much time left in my podcast. Um, Everyone is different. Every relationship is different. But um, my key takeaways from this for you are don't be afraid to compare to your past relationships. Um, because like I said in other podcasts and previously in this one, um, you learn something from every relationship and it should help shape you into the person you are today and the relationship you have today. Um, Cause it's going to, your past relationships are going to teach you things you want and you don't want in a relationship and a person. Um, so don't be afraid to compare. Don't, but, but like I said, don't focus on the negatives. Don't focus on the bad qualities, focus on the good qualities. Like look for the good qualities in a person. Um, don't ignore the bad ones either, because obviously you don't want to be blinded by those things. Or you don't want to be blind to those things, but if you're focused on the negative, then you're never going to be able to appreciate the positives. Um, and so, uh, don't be afraid to compare relationships. Um, recognize yourself, like recognize your own qualities and how you change from a bad relationship to a good relationship. Um, in fact, I want to do a whole podcast on the, the, 
hardness, what's the correct, the struggle, I guess, um, from a toxic or unhealthy relationship to a healthy relationship, because everyone talks about, like, how bad a toxic relationship is, but no one talks about how hard it, or how hard it is to be in a healthy relationship after you're so used to a toxic relationship, um, so I would love to do a podcast on that as well, in fact, I've, I've wrote that down as one of my topics, um, and then, uh, basic, but basically, like, recognize the qualities in yourself of, okay, these are things that reassure me that this is positive. And I think, um, and I know this is a flaw of mine, but I struggle with outsider perspective. Um, I struggle to take in other people's opinion, especially family. Uh, but recognize those as well, because they're going to see things that you don't, because when you're in the middle of things, you don't, you don't have that outsider perspective. So um, ever, I definitely take everything with a grain of salt. Some people are going to be a little more on the negative side than the positive side. But uh, take into account your friends and your family's reactions because um, they are valid in some ways. Um, but it's up to you how you want to in, how you want to navigate them. Um, but yeah. So do I think you'll ever truly know when someone is the one? No. Um, but I do think that there are ways for you to be like, this is going to be my one. Um, I think it has to do with how you commit to a person and the effort you're willing to put in and the effort they are willing to put in. Um, I saw this thing that, and I can't remember the wording exactly, but it was basically like soulmates are not found. They are made. Um, so basically when you meet someone, you're, you are, you are choosing to make them your soulmate because of the effort and things you are willing to do for them. So don't forget that. Um, take every everything with a grain of salt, um, but focus on the positives. I think that's the biggest takeaway from this. So happy Friday, y'all. Have a good weekend, and we will be back next week. Um, next week, I already know for sure I'm going to talk about um, – I think my title is probably going to be something like best face forward. Um, people always say put your best foot forward, but this is going to be best face because I'm going to dive into um, self-love again. I feel like I've gotten a lot onto relationships and I wanted to talk about uh, self-love and self-care. So um, bear with me, y'all. We'll be back next week. <laughs>